This is a CAFE concert from WQXR.org. I'm Naomi Lewin, joined today by members of the Endelian String Quartet. They are here to perform two selections, starting with a movement from Joseph Haydn's String Quartet, Opus 50, Number 6, known as The Frog, followed by the Presto movement of Ludwig van Beethoven's String Quartet, Opus 130.
Garfield Jackson is the violist of the Andalian String Quartet. David Waterman is the cellist, and they are here with me today. The Andalian String Quartet is making its first New York appearance since 1995 with these six concerts at the Metropolitan Museum. Why has it been two decades almost <laughs> since you've been here? Because you didn't ask us. <laughs> well, not me no. personally. <laughs> I'm sure. I it was would you. have asked. I'm sure it was you. No, we we actually played here quite a lot in our early days because we we were one of the winners of the YCA competition, and we used to come over. Young concert artists. Young concert artists. That's right. And we used to come over with them and um, regularly and tour quite a lot. And then when that ended, we had a couple of agents here, and we've been in the states, of course many times since then but for some reason New York was never on the program so we're thrilled to be back and we're making up with it by doing six concerts <laughs> yes you are and six concerts of Beethoven that was David Waterman the cellist Garfield Jackson the violist why did you decide to bring Beethoven to the Met um, I think we were actually asked to do a, a complete cycle by the Met themselves I think they do put on so I'm not quite sure of the history, but they do a series of cycles every so often there, and, and we were very, we were very kindly asked us to come and do it. It's for us as a quartet, it's one of the great pinnacles of the work we do, um, perhaps the pinnacle. It's a fantastic canon of work for Beethoven for the string quartet, covering his whole, uh, his whole working time really, from his earlier opuses right through to the very last things that he wrote. So for us, it's a, a marvellous sort of mountain. It is a mountain to climb, and, and at the moment, uh, because we haven't done the first concert yet, I feel we're staring up from base camp. That's huge. Now, you've arranged these concerts not chronologically, no. but so that people will get some early, middle, and late quartets in each program. Yes. How did you arrive at that balance? Well, I think you have to make a choice. I mean, I, I've heard cycles done chronologically and it's very interesting of course to hear the the gradual development of, of, of the composer but we feel it's lovely to have as much variety as possible in each concert so we even mix minor keys and major keys and different characters and moods as well as you know ideally early middle and late in each concert so because we we re realize that not everybody's going to come to every one of the six concerts and some people will only come to one or two and i think for them it's probably much better to have a um as richer 
ticket. You get a full meal rather than yeah. just appetizers. Yes, or... yes. Although having said that, the Opus 18s are, are you know, absolutely great works yes, by, by themselves, even if yeah. you'd written nothing else. But I think the great thing about the Beethoven cycle, probably compared to any other quartet composer, is that although the, each piece is shot through with Beethoven's own personality, that there's also a huge variety, not only from period to period, um, but even within the same period, the 59s and the, and the Opus 18s, are, are just so different. And he, there are so many incredibly inventive, imaginative things he does once in one piece, never to use again, which for other composers would, would serve them for a lifetime and be a mark of their style. And it's just fascinating to hear to hear that to hear one in the light of another. Well, I suppose instead of a full meal, I should have said compared it to a wine tasting where you get a Beaujolais yes. Nouveau and a vintage port. <laughs> Absolutely, and, yes. You know, <laughs> a nice fine Riesling or whatever. <laughs> you played the slow movement of Haydn's Quartet Opus Fifty Number no. Six, which is nicknamed the Frog. Now yes. I'm guessing that doesn't have to do with the Frog on a string instrument. Uh, Where did that No, go? No, you're right. It actually refers to, to, to uh, a figure in the last movement of that piece where there's a, there's a lot of barriolage. That's when the bow very quickly goes between one string and another but on the same note. So there's a difference in tone colour on, on the note rather than a different note. And he makes great play of that in, uh, quite amusingly in the last movement. But these nicknames were, were never hardly ever given by Haydn. They, they were given by... The, the quartets were bought by amateurs who would play them. And nobody likes remembering numbers, so they would say, "Oh, why don't we tonight? Why don't we play the one with the, the you know, the one that sounds like a frog?" And everybody would know what it means. And then, so it might be a completely insignificant little feature in the quartet, which gives it its name, and it never has any great significance at all, except as an identifying. Tank. And some of those names, I think, came from publishers who wanted something yeah, catchy sometimes. to sell the piece with. Although frog, I'm not sure whether that's so yeah. catchy for not no. as catchy as catchy as say appassionato. No, no, that's true. <laughs> Even as a quartet, we are, without giving any secrets, there are a couple, I think, that we've got our own nicknames for, for the Haydn quartets anyway. So yes. we, we will use that word amongst ourselves as to which one we're playing. And, and promoters surprisingly often ask to have a nicknamed Haydn quartet as if it's important. But, but again, it is important just because people know which ones they are. But of course, there are so many great ones which do not have nicknames. One doesn't want to <laughs> confine oneself to that. So I sometimes make up a nickname for, <laughs> for a quartet. <laughs> now, the, speaking of names, you formed your quartet, Andalian, in 1979. Yes. Where does that name come from? Um, what we actually should have done, what we sometimes do in this situation, is all four of us will give us uh, a different story to people about what, where the name comes from, and they have to guess which the right one is. Okay, what's your um, story? In this case, we're, we're, we're two. I think we're confined to two. Yeah, it's confined to two. No, it was uh, there was a music. Fe- there is a music festival still ongoing, still going strongly in right down in the southwest of England, in a very small village, really. In fact, a hamlet of about five or six buildings and a very beautiful uh, medieval church, which played host to a music festival. Um, and it was where three of us first played show music. And we have to say, it was called, the village is called St. Endelian. Um, yes, and we, uh, we had a very complicated voting system uh, <laughs> to try and decide our various names, and uh, eventually this one came up as the name. As the name. And about five years after we formed, we, we played for the first time in Greece, and they were extremely amused by our name, and we had no idea why. 
and uh, it turned out it, it had a meaning and it could have been absolutely anything and it, apparently in slightly old greek it means nearly perfect <laughs> so it could have been it could have been much worse yes it could have <laughs> <laughs> far from perfect would have been slightly worse well i could think of all uh, yeah, kinds yeah, of horrible yeah, well, things yes, it could yes. have been but, but nearly perfect one of your seven banned words for instance exactly exactly one of your seven last words but nearly perfect that's pretty good you know <laughs> pure chance entirely chance <laughs> I've been speaking with Garfield Jackson, the violist of the Endelian Quartet, and David Waterman, the cellist of the Endelian Quartet. They are performing six concerts at the Metropolitan Museum over the next couple of weekends, all Beethoven. I'm Naomi Lewin. This is a cafe concert on WQXR.org.